0: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 244. I'm calling it The Basics, Getting Started or Getting Back. Why basics? Well, basics are everything. Um, I talk about them a lot. I refer to them a lot in all of my podcasts, because it all basically comes, (laughs) it all basically comes down to the basics. I mean, it really does. Those are the cornerstone tasks, the things that uh, have impacted my home more than anything. And a big part of my own deslobification process has been identifying the basics and focusing on the basics. So they're really important and I find myself referring to them a lot. And so I thought I need to occasionally do a podcast where we just go back over exactly what are the basics? Why are they the basics? Why do they make such a big impact and how do we keep up with them and how do we implement them? Okay. Because these are the things that helped me finally make progress in my home. They are the things that help me maintain progress. And they are the things that I go back to when I have had a random time where my house is getting back out of control or whatever. Like these are the things to go back to. So we're going to go over what they are. So why are these the things that matter? Well, I have boiled things down through so much trial and error, which I hope will help you not have to go through so much trial and error. Um, But I have boiled them down to these are the things that actually make an impact. When I used to look at my house as a whole, it was completely overwhelming. I would think, okay, well, I've got to clean it from top to bottom. And because I thought of it that way, I would wait because I needed time to be able to do that. And the longer I waited, the worse my house got, which made it even more overwhelming. And it was just an endless cycle that did not work well. That was me viewing my house as a project. Turned out that through total desperation and going, I can't do this. I'm just going to be so super lame as to just focus on my dishes. That's actually what ended up making a real impact on my home. And it showed me that these basic daily things are the thing. They are the thing that matters more than anything. Okay. This is where to start. If you are overwhelmed, start with these four basics. Focus on not just saying, okay, I'm going to check these off every day, but on really, truly implementing them as actual habits that start to make sense to you and start to feel like they aren't this, you know, swimming through jello experience where it's just, it's just so hard. I don't know why this is, it, it will get easier as you go. So we're going to talk about doing that. So what actually moves the needle? I don't know what that expression actually means, but whatever, um, what actually makes an impact in my home and contrary to that, or, or in addition to that, or, as another way to look at that, is what things, when I don't do them, cause my house any kind of progress or maintaining or whatever to just screech to a halt? Like, what are the things that if I skip that, bad things happen? Okay. And I can't maintain my home and I can't keep my home under control if these things are not done. So, that's how I've boiled things down. I hope it helps you to take my experience. And and here's the thing. Maybe you have different habits and that's great. You're only going to find them by doing them. That I can tell you for sure. You're only going to find these things by doing them. That's how I found them was by doing this. So when I first started, I was so overwhelmed in my home And I completely felt like a failure. This was back when uh, a slob comes clean was a temporary, supposed to be a temporary anonymous account of me getting my house under control. So then I could finally start writing about the thing I wanted to write about, you know, which was never going to be cleaning. Anyway, I did that. And I started, I started by doing the dishes. I said, I don't know what to do. But I know that people whose homes are always under control, don't have kitchens that look like mine. I mean, that, that was my thought process. They seem to always have their dishes done. So I'm going to focus on that. I also knew that every time I did try to do one of my project cleanings, you know, clean my house from top to bottom, I always started in the kitchen and the kitchen would take me so much time because I was catching up from doing things. And as I focused on the kitchen, I used up all my energy there and I never made it to the rest of my house. So I started with doing the dishes. Well, after a week of doing the dishes every single day and just not saying I'm going to do them a certain way, but just saying, I'm going to just focus on these. I'm going to figure out how to keep them done. As I did that, I started to see how it all worked. Okay. I started to understand dishes math. Dishes math is that um, one day's worth of dishes only takes 15 minutes, but two days worth takes an hour. You know, it doesn't go mathematically like I thought it would. Um, instead, I started learning the whole concept of oh, one day's worth of dishes, which I'd never done one day's worth of dishes really uh, only takes 15 minutes. I started really understanding that. And so it was not just a matter of doing the dishes. It was a matter of taking a week to focus on this habit and start to see how it could be implemented in my home, letting it get to a point where it was not overwhelming to me the way that it was the first day when I was catching up from not having done them every day. And also just starting to feel confident at them. Okay. So I implemented a habit and I would just add different things. Okay. Different things that drove me crazy, which in the beginning was everything about my house. So I tried some habits that eventually I was like, yeah, that's not one of the four basics. You know, that's not one of the things that absolutely has to be done every single day. But I would add these habits and eventually I think of after about six months, thinking that, oh, I'm just gonna keep adding a habit every single week for the rest of my life, you know? Um, I realized, oh yeah, I those these habits that I already have they're the ones that have impacted my house so much. I don't have to keep adding. And so that kind of helped me identify that, oh, it's not just an endless thing. It's just a knowing which things are the most valuable. Okay. Knowing which things are the most valuable use of my time. So that's how that worked. Um, and eventually, like I said, I had, I'd added one every week for almost six months, not six months. I think of a half of a year, but it's actually a half of a school year. And that's not a real half of a year. So I think it was like, what, end of August through December, that's September, October, November, December. Those like four months, basically. So over the course of four months, I had been adding habits. And then over time, I realized these are the ones that have the biggest impact. I boiled it down to four. Those four, The one of the reasons why I have so few is I don't want to have to have a checklist. A checklist is perfectly fine. But I needed it to be so basic that I could keep it memorized easily, that I didn't have to find that piece of paper that would remind me what I needed. Now, all those years of me having my house completely be a disaster, I thought I just didn't have the perfect checklist. I thought, Okay, well, I just don't know what needs to be done. And so the longer a checklist was, the more confident I felt in that checklist, because I'm like, well, my house is so bad. This is a really long checklist, this one's going to have all the answers that I need, you know, and I find that I hear that from people sometimes like, can you please just give us a list of everything we need to do in our house over the course of an entire year? No, I can't. There are people out there that do. There are some amazing printables and um, resources on this thing called the internet that will do exactly that for you. I am not the person for that. That is not my lane. I shall not drive in it. I needed and what a lot of my people need is just please boil it down. Because the reality is, some of these things that are on a you should do this you know every quarter, which I don't think I even understood what quarters of the year were until I in the last several years with having a business I mean really, you know, so sometimes people would just spout off things like, oh well once a quarter you should um I don't know, I'm making things up you should uh you know clean the vent on your dryer or whatever and my brain would think things like, okay, but if I've gone seven years without doing it, do I really have to do that every quarter? You know, and because it would be, it would sound like a great idea and then it would feel overwhelming. And then my brain would start to go, yeah, there's a lot of other stuff that I'm visibly seeing in my house. That's a problem." And I know that's a safety issue. So it's really not the best example of something that can go without being done. But I'm just saying that's how my brain would go. I'm like, really, I'm going to fixate on that when my house is a total disaster. And I've, uh, you know, survived living in a house for four years and never doing that the whole entire time we lived there, you know, back at our house before this one or whatever. I mean, like, that's how my brain would go because I was just so completely overwhelmed. And so boiling it down to these are the ones that can't be skipped. Okay. And the beauty of that is that when these four habits are under control, I don't feel as overwhelmed in my house. When these four habits are under control, I feel like I have more time. That's one of the things we talked about last week in the, you know, how to chill out about your house is when these basic, basic basics are completely under control. I don't constantly feel overwhelmed. I don't constantly feel the need to reprioritize everything I'm doing because, oh my goodness, I'm just constantly overwhelmed. And so I was going to do this, but you know what, this is more urgent right now. You know, when these basics are under control, then I actually have, oh, okay, well, I've, I've got some extra time. I'd like to focus on my house today. And I don't have to dig my way out of all the basics. And so I can do something like clean out the dryer vent. you see what I'm saying? So these basics are everything. I did not know that. I didn't figure it out before I did it. I figured out by doing it. So as you hear me talk through these and you go, really? Give it a try. Prove me wrong. Because I'm just, I'm I'm telling you by actually doing them, that's when you're going to actually understand how they work. It is through the actual doing. Let's talk about this episode's sponsor, BetterHelp. If you're overwhelmed in your home, do the dishes. But if you feel like there's something more than your house that you need help with, like grief, anxiety, trauma, or depression, which can most definitely affect your home, Check into BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online counseling that allows you to connect with a licensed professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. So you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. BetterHelp has 3000 US licensed therapists across all 50 states. If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. You can start communicating in under 24 hours, though it is not a crisis line. One big advantage since I know I have readers all over is there's broad expertise in the network, which may not be locally available in many areas. Financial aid is available for those who qualify. And best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Slob clean listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code clean. So why not get started today? Go to BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P, Dot com slash clean. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get you matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash clean. So my four basics are do the dishes every single day. I give you permission to take a week to not worry about adding any new habits other than just, I'm going to do my dishes every day. I'm going to keep them done. Even when it feels unnatural, even when every bone in your body is like, I just did those yesterday, do them anyway, keep those dishes done. That's your number one focus. Then add, because that's the one, I mean, you guys, I'm sorry, but that is the absolute basic. If you can do nothing else, do the dishes. If nothing else happens in your house, if you can keep the dishes done, it puts you that much farther ahead on being able to, oh my goodness, get my house under control because we need to have somebody come over to do whatever. I mean, and and, you know, how do I say this? You can have a bunch of papers piled on the dining room table and that's messy. And that's, you know, embarrassing if somebody comes over. But if you have food splatters, and piles of dishes in the kitchen. That's gross. I'm sorry. And I'm saying this as someone who struggles with this. Okay, so I'm not going, yo, that is gross. You need to not do that. That's, that's not this what kind of podcast this is. I'm just saying, you know, there's a difference there. And there's a difference between, oh my goodness, oh, there's a pile of stuff everywhere all over that table. And it's all this paper and mail and stuff. That's bad. And I know you want to deal with that. But the dishes are a different kind of mess. And they're the kind that's nasty. And they're the kind, and I know this from experience that you're like, why does my house smell? Well, maybe it's because that dish has been collecting water in the sink and it's been there a day or two or seven and it stinks. You know, I mean I I think I've told this story before, but I mean there was this mom forum or something that way back in the early days of the internet. And in the early days of being being a mom. And I remember my sink stunk. And I thought it was like down in the drain, was stinking. And I mean this is probably Let's say I have an 18 year old, this is probably like 17 years ago. So well before I started on my desalbification process and figured out that doing the dishes takes care of a whole lot of things. I posted on this mom form and I was like, you know, I don't understand my, my sink stinks. And you know, what can I do? And people were like giving me all these things like, you know, vinegar and baking soda and boiling water and blah, 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 and lemons and orange peels and blah, 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 whatever. And I tried everything and nothing worked and i was just like what is the deal well um i finally did the dishes that were in the other side of the sink and as soon as those dishes were done it didn't stink anymore oh my goodness i still think about stuff like that and i'm just so embarrassed but i'm just saying the dishes are key and they're crucial to your house being under control they're the number one thing you got to do it you just do. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyway, I know it stinks. I <laughs> get it. It stinks. Okay. Um, The next of them, and this is not something to do if you haven't done the dishes, but it's to sweep the floor, the kitchen floor. Okay. Now, this is not, I mean, this is one that gets skipped even in my house. Okay. But as you're trying to get your house under control, as you're really trying to change your slob vision tendencies, to, you know, not see the incremental mess. Okay. That's a slob vision thing for me is I see when it's beautiful and perfect and I go, Oh, I love it. And then I see when it's total disaster, but I don't see it happening. I don't see the incremental mess. Sweeping the floor as you are trying to change your home and how you view your home. Sweeping the floor is so key because it's not about crumbs. It's about the overall random stuff that's ended up on the floor. Okay. So it's implementing that habit of starting to see your home differently. Again, like the dishes, that first time sweeping the floor, if your house is completely out of control, sweeping the floor might be a 30 minute job because it's also picking up all this random stuff that's collected in that corner over there or whatever. But Tense it, or it does for sure. Every day that you do it, you don't have to pick all that stuff up anymore. You just have to pick up one day's worth of stuff. And then you start doing things like not putting things on the kitchen floor because you're changing how you think of the kitchen floor as not just being a random place where we put things, but it and you're seeing it differently because of this habit of sweeping the kitchen floor every day. Does it make sense? So you don't do that, and then it becomes a two minute task where you're just doing a quick sweep of the kitchen, you know, and I know some people like, well, I have a really big kitchen. I'm sorry. It, it takes whatever it takes. But if you haven't done it every day for a week, you don't actually know how much time it would take to do it every day. You only know how much time it's going to take to do every day. If you do it every day. Okay. Um, the next on the habit list to build as you're really starting to build momentum in your home and get these basics down is check your bathrooms for clutter. I am not going to tell you to wipe down your bathrooms every single day, but I am going to say to make a conscious effort to look into the bathroom and check it for clutter. Meaning are there clothes on the floor? Pick them up and put them in the hamper. That's how basic we're talking about here. Are there, is there trash on the counter? The Packaging from the bar of soap or whatever. You know, that kind of stuff. Deal with that type of thing. Put in the toothbrushes back in the toothbrush holder. And your kids, you know, think, My bathroom? That's disgusting. And I would always make sure I did that. But I know with my kids, especially when they were little, it was like, Why do you not put it back in the in the toothbrush holder instead of just laying on the counter? But you know, that's something to do every day is just to neaten it up. And that will make a huge difference. And then when it comes time to clean the bathroom, it's so much easier because you just clean the bathroom. You're not first dealing with all the clutter. Again, this is something that the first day, the entire floor might be covered in clothes. The second day, it's one day's worth of clothes. The third day, it's one day's worth of clothes. The fourth day, you didn't drop things on there because you're tired of picking up a day's worth of clothes every day. Okay. So it it starts to build. It's the building of the habit that is as important as it being something that you check off of a list. Does that make sense? And then the five minute pickup. This one is one that if you, it's like, here, here's the building process of doing these this is how i recommend taking a week not necess- not thinking that you have to implement all four of these things today you know but giving yourself permission to build these habits but when it comes down to the very basics the two things that i stick with are the doing the dishes and the 5 minute pickup you know if i let the sweeping the floor and the checking the bathrooms for clutter go for a couple days that's fine we're going to survive but the 5 minute pickup I'm just telling you it's magic. Now, the first three that we talked about, do the dishes, sweep the floor, check the bathrooms for clutter. Those all build on themselves. They get easier the second day. The five minute pickup is as easy the first day as it will be in the future, only because I really do mean five minutes. Okay. You know, doing the dishes on that first day could be a three hour, four hour job and then the ne- and that's to get it to the point where the next day it's only one day's worth and it's 15 minutes. But the 5-minute pickup is really truly only 5 minutes today, tomorrow, any day that we're doing this. It's going to greatly increase in impact with every day that you do it. Okay? Because you put 5 minutes of stuff away, you do 5 minutes of picking stuff up and putting it away, then the next day yes, you're going to pick up whatever was out of place from yesterday, but you're going to get that done more quickly. And then you're going to move from there and you're going to make a little bit more of an impact and a little bit more of an impact and a little bit more of an impact every day. Okay. Um, so those are the four basics and those are really the things to start with and the things to come back to. Now, here's the thing. I do not call these my, morning routine or my evening routine like I, I don't I don't call them that. There are some of them that I do in the morning and some of them that I do in the evening. but I don't designate them to a certain time of day because of how my brain works. It would be great to do this at the exact same time every day but the reality of having kids, and having kids involved in different things, means that our evenings don't always look the same. Our mornings don't always look the same. I and mean, my daughter had band sectionals this morning. And so we had to leave 30 minutes earlier than we normally do. And that's fine. You know, that, that's great. That's life. you know. But the problem with that is that if I had something that, okay, I do this every single day at 7.35 in the morning, this is what I do at 7.35 in the morning. And then Tuesdays come around and we leave at 720, well then that throws everything off. So instead, these are just the four things I have to get done every single day. Knowing that they are four things to do every single day lets me go, oh, if I get these done this morning, I don't have to do them this evening. And that's a positive thing too. But it also lets me have a crazy day and go, okay, this is what I need to get done before I go to bed today, tonight, tonight. If I will do these things, my house will not get out of control. Okay. So it's, it's that, that thing of don't, if you're like me, I do not recommend you assigning these things to a certain time of day. If that works for you, fantastic. Try it. And then if it doesn't work, go, oh yeah, Dana said that didn't work for her. So it's okay for it to not work for me too. I just have to get these things done. Okay. Um, they build, they get easier, they get quicker, they get more effective with every single day. Okay. These are the things that you use to get started when you think they're not going to make any difference. Try these things. When you think I have no idea how other people could keep their houses under control and mine is constantly a pigsty, try these things. Okay. This is how you start, is with these things. Use them to maintain. These are the same four habits that the same four basics. I know sometimes I. Sometimes I call them habits. Sometimes I call them non-negotiables. The reason I hesitate to call them habits is I always thought that at some point they would be such a habit that I would not realize I was doing them, that I would just naturally do all these things. That has never happened in 10 years for me. So, oh well. So I try not to call them habits anymore, but you know, you, these are the things that you keep on doing to keep your house under control. So the reason maintaining is important is as schedules fluctuate as life changes. I mean, that's something that happens with us every, I mean, I would say it's every school year, but it's really with every sports season. It is. It's just, okay, well, such and such auditions for this play started, happened. And so now for the next three months, we've got a completely different schedule for such and such kid. And then, okay, well, that's done. All right, we're back to normal. Oh, well, now it's time to take these dance classes to be ready for such and such audition. I mean, it's life And I would say that I would if I didn't know better, I would say that, well, you know, life never stays the same every single day until you're retired. Well, my parents are retired, and they're busier than they've ever been. So it's just reality that life, thankfully, is exciting. And it involves all sorts of different disruptions to routine and no routine stays the same forever. So blah, 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 whatever. These are the things to do to maintain. These are the things that have to be done to keep the house under control. And then use them to survive in those times where you feel like, oh my goodness, I have so much going on. I just don't even know what to do. These are the things that you do to survive. Okay. Survival mode. Some people knock it. I don't knock survival mode because guess what? What's the opposite of surviving? Um, not surviving and I'd rather survive. So, uh, but I love this email that I got recently from one of you. And I think it's a great example of how it all works with uh, survival mode. She said, we had a cold bug that went through the entire family this week. Kid ended up in the ER. So this was a major cold bug. Uh, pregnant mom had to call heavy home so he could be caregiver while I slept. And then he got sick. I woke up yesterday feeling just enough energy to do one thing and my house is a disaster. I had a brief moment of panic. Totally relate to that. That's me talking. Then said, all right, let's empty the clean dishes from the dishwasher, load up one load and start it. If that's all I get done today, at least it's something. And it helped. Today, I was able to empty the dishwasher and add the rest of the dishes, plus anything else we did. My kid has enough energy to be mildly active. So I set her to pick up the floor so we can run our rowboat robot vacuum. It was just nice knowing that a, I don't have to think about what to do anymore. When I'm overwhelmed, I just start, go do the dishes. B, knowing that sometimes that's enough and C, the steps are always there for me. And I know I can gain control once I start doing them people are healing. Fevers have all gone away and now it's just congestion draining. We're pushing fluids and yes, doing our dishes. Thank you for sharing the system you came up with through so much trial and error for the rest of us with similar brains to benefit from. So I love that. She gets it. I mean, that is basically everything we're talking about today. Doing them in the beginning to get her house under control helped her understand the impact which then when life got crazy and she didn't have energy or time to, to do hardly anything, she knew if I will do this one thing and that's all I can do, it will be totally worth my time. And she was able to rest and going, I don't have to refigure this out. These are the things, this is what I do. And this is the order I do them in. And then knowing that when this sickness is better, we're going to be able to get back on track because of these four things. That right there is huge because that was something that would happen to me is I would start making some momentum in my home and then guaranteed something would happen to send me in survival mode. I would get sick and I was like, it's all going to fall apart again. But just knowing When I feel better, I'm going to be able to get back on track because I know exactly what to do. And I know from experience, not just from what that lady on the internet tells me, but from experience, I know what works. Then I'm able to chill out and not be so freaked out over it. Okay. I mean, this is basically everything we were going to talk about, the four basic habits. But I also have to say that even though the four basics that we've talked about today are the place to start do not do anything else before you start working on those habits. Those are the number one things to do. There's also decluttering. You do not need to get your house decluttered before you start on the habits. That is not the way to do things. Go ahead and start on the habits. But as you start to gain time, because you're not spending so much time on the dishes, because you're getting them done every single day in 15 minutes, or 20 minutes, or five minutes, whatever. Um, As you're doing that, and you gain time, or as you start to feel like your house is under control, spend any other energy on decluttering. Decluttering is going to make all the basics so much easier, because there's just going to be less stuff to be out of place. Everything you're gonna be able to know where things are, you're gonna anyway, decluttering will make all of that easy, or er, easier. Nothing's ever easy. Anyway, And the dailies, the things you're doing every day are going to maintain your decluttering progress that you make. Okay. So those things work together. So decluttering, it's the thing with the, it's the, the beauty of it is it has lasting effect. When something is actually gone from your house, it's actually gone from your house and you don't have to worry about it anymore. You don't have to think about it anymore. The dailies, they're daily. There's always going to be some sort of bathroom clutter. There's always going to be dirty dishes as long as you're eating inside of your house which does anybody not eat in their house i don't know anyway okay that's what i got for y'all this week i hope it um is a good refresher course for you if you've already done these things or if it makes you go oh yeah i've kind of been trying to skip ahead to whatever and maybe i need to focus on these things to make sure i feel like my house is getting under control okay all right i will talk to you guys later bye